Ephesians 1, 9. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure which he hath purposed in himself. Ye shall know the what is truth? What is the personality of truth? Jesus. Say it. Jesus. Say it. Jesus. Say it. Jesus. What is the result of truth? Power. Which he hath purposed in himself. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Now, what is a breakthrough? It's a sudden burst of advanced knowledge that takes us past a line of defense. It gives us a breakthrough. There's no place in the Bible, no place in the Word of God where you can ever find where Jesus is teaching you and I to hold the fort. What he is teaching you and I to do is to break through the lines of Satan's defense. For a long time, in the hearts of God's people, there has been a wall, a line of defense. We have not been able to get a breakthrough in, to get an understanding that would open up for us the manifestation. Now, hear what I said the manifestation, not the theory, not the doctrine, not the word, but the manifestation of power. We have had, and I'm grateful to God, in the past 50 years, a breakthrough in what we call the charismatic circles. If I were to ask the different denominations of people that are in this auditorium this morning, you would be surprised. We got Catholics here, Catholic priests. We have all kinds of denominational ministers. Got Baptists here, Methodists. We even got a few hard shell Pentecostals. No, I didn't mean that. You know, those people who've been in the way a long time. <clears throat> Thank God they're learning how to get out of the way and let the Holy Spirit <laughs> do it.
And in this great outpouring of God amongst different denominations, more than ever before, the church of Jesus Christ has had its attention drawn to a spiritual phenomena in the word of God called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I have watched this phenomena take place. Now remember, so that we can keep our mind and our spirit in perspective, something is happening here, here. Why? Because Jesus is coming. The purpose of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is to bring unity. Now I'm not asking you all to belong to one earthly denomination, but I am asking us all to belong to one heavenly body that makes us forget our earthly denomination. You want to belong to it? Go ahead and belong to it. But don't be married to it. Be married to the body of Christ. Christians have probably sent more people to hell than any other force because of our disunity. That's why the Bible says when we get to heaven, brother, judgment is going to begin at the house of God. Can't start anyplace else. But how many of you know I don't want you to come here to the school of ministry without having the experience? Never mind just filling your head with a lot of things. God, we've got to get the things out and we've got to take us into that breakthrough, brother, where we go past the line of defense and we get the experience. In this experience of what the charismatics is called the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we have emphasized one thing. I don't have a place to write it all out here. I'll just put this, this T up here. And it stands for tongues. We have emphasized the experience of tongues. Say it. Say it again. Now you say to me, Brother Solo, don't you believe in speaking in other tongues? Well, if you've been hearing all morning long, you know Brother Solo believes in speaking in other tongues. Because I've been talking to the Father in between talking to you. I'm talking to the Father. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to the Father. The Bible says that he that speaketh in an unknown tongue does what? He doesn't speak unto man. He speaks who? God. To who? God. To who? God. To who? God. Now you watch people who are trying to receive what we call the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We've been taught that when we receive the experience of tongues, that we receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's what we've been taught. And we teach all of these 
People coming into the denominations who want to get the baptism, we teach them, well, you've got to seek the Lord until you get a breakthrough to where you speak in other tongues. And then when that breakthrough of other tongues comes, you got it. You got the baptism. Now, do you? You say, well, Brother Sewell, I've been taught that all my life. I know you have. In fact, I was one of them who taught it. Did you hear me? I was one of them for years who taught it until one day God gave to me a breakthrough in P-O-W-E-R and I was able to understand through revelation, through an advanced burst of knowledge, spiritual knowledge, I was able to understand for the first time in my life what the baptism of the Holy Spirit really is. I'm telling you, brother, the time has come. we got to have something more, something more, something more. Now, if you don't believe it, just take a good look at what you got. Somebody told me that we've seen everything that God is going to do in this world. Brother, let me tell you something. If this church and if you and I have seen everything that God's going to do in this world, I've got news for you, brother. We're in big trouble. If God isn't going to break upon this world with a new wave, with his divine glory, with his Shekinah, with his new manifestation, with the revelation of his son Jesus in a way that we have never seen before, if God doesn't do that, this whole world is lost. When every child of God or every person, every individual is born again, when they're born again, they receive the Spirit of God. Every person. Is. You cannot be born again without the Spirit of God. Why? Because when Christ is put in your heart, the Bible says that God gives you the Spirit of His Son. He can't give you the Spirit of His Son whereby you cry, Abba, Father, without giving you the Spirit because the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost are one as well as three in one. Now, somebody said to me, Brother Swindle, can somebody be partially filled with the Holy Spirit? Listen to me. I have a glass here in my hands. I want you to pretend. I want you to imagine that this glass is your life. It's a vessel. Say it, a vessel. Look up here. A vessel. Say it again. This is my life. Now, I'm born again. When I'm born again, I'm born of the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is in me. Now, when I'm born again, I'm a little child. When your little child is born, you don't take the keys of your automobile and give it to them and say, go drive it down the street. 
that'd be foolishness. You don't take your checkbook and give it to the hands of a teenager. <laughs> you seem to know what I'm talking about from experience. You don't do that, do you? Why don't you do that? Because you know they're not wise. They don't understand how to use a checkbook or they haven't come into the experience or the understanding of the value of a dollar. Why they haven't worked for it yet and they haven't had to go out and sweat to produce it. And when that happens, then they come into the understanding of what the value of it is. So there's a maturity that has to go on. Let's say that this water that I have here in this picture represents the Holy Spirit. Now the question is, can a vessel be partially filled with the Holy Spirit? Yes, you get saved, you're born again by the Spirit of God. You got that much. You're born again. Christ is in your heart. As you begin to read the Word of God, as you begin to walk in the Spirit, as God begins to deal with your life, He does what? You're like putty in the hands of the Maker. You're clay. He shapes you. He molds you. What happens? You get a little bit more. You get a little bit more. You get some break. You yield your life. There are things in the areas of your life that are displeasing to God. As you begin to lay them on the altar, as you begin to surrender them to God, what happens? As those things go that are carnal in your life, they're, they're replaced by the manifestation of the Spirit. The more you yield, the more you dedicate, the more you give of your life, the more you get. The more you get, the more you get, the more you get, the more you get, the more you get. There are nine gifts of the Spirit. Somewhere from here when you were born again up to here, brother, you broke through and you got the gift of tongues. And now you're a tongue talker. <laughs> I say that spiritually. You can speak in other tongues. Then maybe somewhere in here, God uses you in the gift of healing. And you know how, because God manifested his healing through you. Then maybe somewhere in here, he starts to use you in the gift of giving messages in other tongues or interpreting those tongues or prophesying. Now all of that can happen and your life still not be filled. How many of you know this glass is not filled? All right. Now you keep getting breakthroughs in the spirit world. You come to a school of ministry. Woo! Bless God. <laughs> Woo! What happens, brother? I'll tell you what happens. All of a sudden, you're filled. Now, Brother Shrillo, can a vessel be filled with the Spirit and not baptized? Now, there's where people don't have the spiritual breakthrough and they don't have the understanding 
and they can't be brought into the experience. You see, a vessel can be filled, literally filled, even filled with the Spirit, but not be baptized. You say, how do you know, Brother Sol? Because this vessel is filled, but it's not baptized. You say, what's the difference? I'll show you what the difference is, brother. This vessel is filled, but now watch it. Now. Now. Come on. Now. Now, look, now, that vessel is what? It's what? It's what? It's what? How do you know? Come on. How do you know? I'll tell you how you know, because now that vessel is not filled brother and it's not just overflowing but now it is submerged in God to such an extent that it has the spirit without measure you can't measure it anymore brother now what did Jesus say go into the upper room when he sent his disciples and stay up there until you get one goosebump on top of another? Until you speak with other tongues? They didn't even know they were going to receive tongues. I don't think you heard what I just said. No, you didn't hear it. We've had our eyes and our mind and our attention on tongues, 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 tongues. They had no idea that that tongue manifestation would ever come. That was like God giving them a little icing on the cake. But you know what Jesus did promise them? He said, you get up there in the upper room and don't you leave until you're baptized. John prophesied and he promised you that there's one coming after him who is mightier than he, whose shoes he's not unworthy to unlatch. And that person is going to do what? He's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. You're going to do what, brother? You're going to just speak in other tongues? Get one goosebump on top of another? Jump and dance and jiggle? No. Ye shall what? Receive P.O. 